This is a stupid show. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You know, we've been discussing what's been going on with Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn. Remember we were talking about it like a week or two ago that Britney Spears fans were going after Jamie Lynn hard. I mean, mm-hmm. they were really, they were saying things like, we hope your kids die, we hope you die, kill yourself, that Jamie kind of thing. Jamie Lynn, her sister, by the way. Ja- Jamie Lynn Spears, the sister of Britney Spears, yes, yeah, who we're talking about. So in case you've been seeing a lot of stuff in the news and the media on social and you're like what the heck's going on between those two i'm going to tell you what's going on between those two because it's kind of interesting when you think about um when britney was on trial if you remember she told us about her conservatorship for the past 13 years and she told us stuff that shocked us like she was telling us stuff like they forced her to have an iud mm-hmm. that they wouldn't let her drink coffee, that they wouldn't, that they were forcing her to take lithium. They were forcing her to go for mental health services. They had a camera in her bedroom. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was like she was a prisoner. It really was. And it was really devastating. So for those of us who love Britney Spears, who are big Britney Spears fans, we've all been in support of her ending this conservatorship. She finally did. She's finally out of the woods. And what happens? Jamie Lynn decides to write a book. And she's out there promoting this book. And while she's out there promoting the book, she's basically throwing shade at poor Brittany. Like, this poor woman has been through so much. She's 40 years old going on 20 years old because they kept her so infantilized in that house. You know what I mean? That it's hard for her to be an adult. Mm-hmm. She's finally on her own. And the sister's out there, like, dragging her name through the mud. You know, like, there's all this stuff in the book. First of all, who asked her to write a book some, about her sister? Uh, some publishing house. <laughs> That's exactly who did it because they were looking for yeah. a quick buck. If she loved her sister, she'd be like, you know what? It's not really the right time. She just came out of her conservatorship. She needs a minute to breathe. Yeah, She's Jamie still needs money, her life. She needs Does money. She? Yeah, she ain't got no money. So, oh, I'm taking that payday in a heartbeat. Okay, Brittany's getting her money now, but that ain't helping me. She probably got a couple of million to write a book. So that money goes a long way. Right. But I'm just saying like the insensitivity of it, you know, like writing a book now, like she's literally five minutes out of her conservatorship. Like it's been a hot minute. Mm -hmm. And Jamie Lynn Spears is writing this book all about, you know, her life. But it's not really about her life. It's all about Britney. Britney shocked us again this week. And she posted a message to Jamie Lynn on Twitter where she said, Jamie Lynn, congrats, babe. You've stooped to a whole new level of low. I've never been around you ever with a knife. I guess there was um, an implication in the book that Brittany had a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, or would I ever think to do such? The only knife I ever saw you at home with was the, cutting the biggest piece of squash I ever saw in my life. And it was way too big for me to cut. So like she's basically saying like she was trying to cut a squash. It was too big. She went and got a knife. That was the only time a knife has ever been in her hands. Because I guess there's an implication in the book that Brittany, I don't know, did something with a knife. Mm. She says, so please, please stop with these crazy lies for the Hollywood books. Now and only now do I know a scum person would make up such things about someone. Okay. Basically, yeah, basically calling your sister scum. So as you can imagine, the Britney Spears fans were like, oh, even worse now. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, now now they're really after the the sister. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie Lynn is trying to play defense right now, and this whole thing is playing out on social media. 
And Jamie Lynn is like, why are we playing this out on social media? So Brittany revised a lot of this and she posted like this big long thing. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. You should just go to Brittany's Twitter page and you'll see it. Um, but she wanted to talk more about like how abusive the conservatorship was mm-hmm. and that Jamie Lynn also treated her terribly and wasn't really there for her. And why isn't the dad in jail for the abuse? But then she concludes by saying, listen, you know, Jamie Lynn, I love you unconditionally. Like, you're a good person. You you mean well. Like, she, she kind of does like a little bit of a mea culpa, you know. So it's really dramatic and it's really heart-wrenching. And when you read both sides of it, it's just it's just so much trauma and so much pain. So this 20-year-old actress who has been in nothing and for some reason is starring in West Side Story. Mm-hmm. She's the lead. She's playing Maria in West Side Story. Her name is Rachel Zegler. For some reason, she decides to get on her social media and post a dramatic reading of Britney's tweet. Listen to this. Jamie Lynn, congrats. Babe, stooped to a whole new level of low. I've never been around you ever with a knife or would I ever even think to do such. And the only knife... I ever saw you with at home was cutting the biggest pieces of squash I ever saw in my life and it was way too big for me to cut so please please stop with these crazy lies for the Hollywood books now and only now I do know only a scum person would make up such things about someone I'm actually very confused about you making that up because it's honestly not like you at all around the kids Jimmy Lynn seriously come on of course Everybody went after Rachel Zegler, which I think they should. No, I, I'm telling you, like this. Usually, I'm just like, oh, come on. In this situation, I say yes because here's why: this poor woman, Britney Spears, is going through this terrible thing publicly, and you're basically making this about you, and you're basically making fun of her. You know, so that was I. I it was very cringy when I first saw it. I was like, why would she do this? Well, apparently, everybody else on social media thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, somebody who's reliving their trauma in public and you thought to treat it like a script for a fake audition is what people were saying. And uh, somebody else said, what happened to publicists? What happened to social media control? What happened to think before you post? You are stupid. Uh, somebody else said, you know, if this is not a situation to be taken lightly. We should be lifting Britney up. Like, whatever. As you can see, like mm-hmm. people... It, you know, it's, as you say, people with keyboards. <laughs> it's everybody with keyboards. I got to yeah. get my opinion. The world needs my opinion. Well, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. See, Rachel Ziegler, because remember this movie now. And right, we don't need her, to, her opinion, too. That's my point. That's my point. We don't need her we opinion. We weren't asking right? for her opinion. Nobody was asking for her opinion. Exactly. I don't know why she feels the need to kind of jump in and make it about herself and try to, she's basically making fun of this whole thing. And she thinks it's funny to do a dramatic reading of this tweet. I don't know. It was just, it came across really stupid and really insensitive. And then people remembered that Rachel Zegler is really good friends with Ansel Angort, who, as you know, was accused of sexual misconduct. And they're like, oh, you'll go after Britney, but not your own friend because he's famous and you know him like he was accused of shit and she took she had like a believe women mm-hmm. on her in her bio she took that out i think that's a good idea though i think we should go on twitter and read everybody's tweets the way we think they wrote them like it's fun to do if you have someone who's funny like a lot of celebrities are funny on twitter and you can do like that but i don't know like i feel like going after britney right now is so cruel 
How about this? Here's a, here's a tweet. We are super excited to welcome our favorite comedian. Oh, shut up. Christian <laughs> Finnegan to the show tonight. <laughs> Here, if 2022 is shaping up to be everything he's hoped for, we'll post the link later. Is that good? Okay, you, no, because you didn't even read it right. No. Should I win an award for girl who sees her ex at Whole Foods? Oh, you asshole. <laughs> could you could you stop reading my tweets? <laughs> That's the only tweets that are coming. I think I, you're the only person I follow. So <laughs> every time I go to, to Twitter to read a tweet, it's it's just you. It's mine. Yeah, it keeps coming up. Yeah, and you know what? And screw you because you don't even bother liking it. Like, at least like it. Give me I don't a like. like anybody's uh, Twitter. I know, but it helps me if you like things because... Okay, so right now you and I are, are up for another job, right? We, we're doing this podcast and it's doing well, so people are paying attention. And we are up for something else. And what they do is they go and they look at our Twitter, not to see how many followers. They want to see the engagement. Because if you have 40,000 followers and like one like per tweet. There, now you zero, have one like. Thank you. <laughs> and zero retweets, then that then that's usually that means that you probably bought your followers. But if you have like a ton of likes and retweets, it means, you know, they're real and people are engaged with you. Yeah. I don't like anybody's saying. tweet. I don't like anybody's tweet. I don't like anybody's Facebook. I don't, I don't do any of that. I, it's, it's too much for me. I yeah, just want to look. I, I just want to be an observer to your tweets and your life. I don't want to comment on it. I don't want, because in real life, I wouldn't talk to you anyway. Not, well, you not talk to you, me. Not you. I'm talking to other people on, on Twitter and Facebook. So these people, if they would call me, I wouldn't talk to them. So why but, would I like their like like their tweet you, or whatever? I'm just saying don't treat me like other people. You talk to me every day. I you just know like that... three of your tweets. And, okay, and, and, and that's three times more than I've liked anybody else's tweets in the past okay. five years. This is a mockery. This is a sham. They simply enjoy sniffing each other's butts. They, 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 they suck. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. There are people very, very upset today because Dollar Tree is now going to be $1.25. Oh, inflation is hitting Dollar Tree? They have now rate. They're no longer Dollar Tree. They're $1.25 tree, I guess. Like, Do they have to change their name? I don't know. And everybody is complaining. Right, because inflation's hitting them too. Well, you know, th- they don't even say anything about that here in New York. But our our quote unquote dollar stores, they're dollar forty nine stores. Oh, so you've been higher the whole- yeah. You sell yes. crap at a dollar in New York. You're not making rent. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't sell that much crap to make rent in New York. I'm sorry, a dollar forty nine is a big difference. <laughs> well, really gonna, you're suddenly going to make rent and what like buy an buy a building. Well, I thought about that because there are some Dollar Trees that now are $1.50. Now, let me be clear. I ain't never thought about Dollar Tree as a Target or a Walmart or an expensive brand, right? When I go into Dollar Tree, I know what I'm getting, right? I know for a dollar, I'm going to go in there and get Arizona tea. I'm going to get a, the cheapest toothbrush y'all got. I'm going to get toothpaste inside of a toothpaste cap. I'm going to get the thinnest garbage bags in the world when I go into Dollar Tree. I know that, right? Dollar Tree just came out and said they're raising their prices to $1.25. Everything in the store, most of everything in the store, going to cost $1.25 because it offers, it, let, it allows them to offer a, an, a range of items at $1.25. I don't want, I don't want expensive-ass items, okay? They can't just be called a store. Take the word dollar out. You're not <laughs> right. a dollar store anymore. Tree. We're tree. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just you're the, you're the tree store. So when people show up and ask you about the maples and the pines, See, you're screwed. That's a brilliant idea. Just change all the names to tree, and then you can you know what you can charge two fifty. Right. Yeah, it's like five below. Five below. Now you go in there and it's they got things for twelve bucks. How can things be twelve bucks and five below? It's right. in, so it's all in the name five or below. That's why you went in there because I got five bucks. I can buy something at five below. But now it's too expensive. Everybody's screwing themselves. Right. No, I agree. I agree. The The coffee place that we went to just told us they were raising their coffee by a dollar a bag, and they gave us a whole big long reason why. And it's like, I understand inflation. You just say inflation. I don't need to know your whole like supply chain history and what right. the farmers want and what you want. Don't give me the, just, you're going up a dollar. Like that's going to make a difference. I'm still, I'm still coming is, here for coffee. Is it going to make a difference though? Would you go to another place instead of that place? No, I go to that place because it's the cheapest. I mean, they they only went up a dollar. The other places went up like four dollars. Okay. Well, like Netflix now. Netflix is going up two bucks. So what's the breaking point for Netflix? What's the point where you get to Netflix and you go, I, I ain't going to do this anymore? I mean, is it five bucks? Is it ten bucks? Where do they start losing people by the thousands? Netflix will never lose me, unfortunately, for, for, for me and for them. It's the only channel that I watch. I mean, everybody else. But if there's got to be like a breaking a, point. Mm, there's got to be a point where you say, uh, that's enough. If it becomes more than what, like, cable is. Like, if they start to charge more than cable, it's like, I'm going back to cable. Because cable, I get lots of channels. Netflix, I just get the one. Mm-hmm. But you get a lot of channels on Netflix because there's a lot of different things. You, I mean, yeah, it's just all know. Netflix stuff. You know, it's still just Netflix stuff. I don't get anything live. Whereas at least, you know, right. if I go back to if I go back to to cable, I get some live once in a while. Yeah, you can watch the Olympics or whatever your stupid bike races. You can write. You can watch that if you go back. Right. That's why Hulu's good because Hulu, you can actually watch television on Hulu. Like the stuff you miss. Right. If you don't have cable, you can watch all the stuff on Hulu. Netflix doesn't have that. See, if Netflix is going up two dollars, they need to provide a little better quality and more stuff. I need more stuff. I think there is more stuff, but you go on there every day, so you don't see the new stuff all often. No, that's true. I haven't been on there for a long time. It's like, holy cow, look at all the stuff on Netflix. <laughs> but here's the thing, Netflix. Instead of charging us $2 more, just stop paying a comedian $10 million for a stand-up. Hmm. Pay them $8 million. Eight million still great. It's still a lot of money for them, and now you've saved two million dollars. You don't have to charge us. Like why? Why I gotta pay? Because you want to have another Sebastian Maniscato, whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, Sebastian! I don't even care. I don't care about him. So, but how many people subscribe to Netflix? So you say two hundred million? Oh, probably even more because it's worldwide. Remember? Oh, uh, okay. Let Let's say for shits and giggles, it's a hundred million. Hundred million people. They take they go up two bucks. That's two hundred million extra bucks. Right. And it'd be one thing if it was if they can justify it, like, oh, we just hired Mindy Kaling to do programming exclusively for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'll pay anything for that. She got stuff over at HBO, she got stuff on Showtime, she got stuff everywhere. I don't mm-hmm. need Netflix for that. Don't make me go back to my jailbroken fire stick. I'm finally paying for channels. Don't don't make me be a scofflog. I had to go back to that for the new Ray Donovan movie. 
I hate when they bring things back years later. It's like, wait, who are these people? What happened? I, I'm not going to rewatch Ray Donovan to keep up so that I can figure out the movie. No, thank you. Yeah, and that's the thing. Before the movie started, they had all these, you know, flashbacks and all that of what happened. I don't remember half of them. I don't know if Mickey's dead or alive. I don't know if Bunchy's dead or alive, if his wife. I don't know any of that. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You got me straight tripping, boo. That's right. That's right. Flashback. These are the sounds of days that are past. You know how there's stuff out there that people watch or they're famous people or musicians or, you know, just television shows that you just think, God, that it's so popular. I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, <laughs> apparently, I don't know if you know Gawker, Gawker.com, but Gawker doesn't get Billy Joel. They have an entire article devoted to why Billy Joel is the worst pop singer that exists. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah, Slate.com says it. Gawker is commenting on it. Yeah, they're calling Billy Joel the third rail of American pop culture. I think it's the other way around. I think he would be the top. I never got into his music either. Really? Yeah. Uptown girl. Come on. Well, I got into his music early on. Like, I liked The Stranger. I liked 52nd Street. But, you know, I liked him when he was depressed. As soon as he was happy, Uptown girl. I, I like I like depressed Billy Joel. Happy Billy Joel, I wasn't as interested. Oh in. yeah, like, listen to the song. Ugh. Yeah, it's a, it's a no. little too well, like it's not my kind of music. I'm getting cavities listening to this. <laughs> but how about this? Oh yeah, what are you talking about? This is the one of the greatest it. songs ever written. Is this a depressed song? Yeah, he was very depressed when he wrote Come on, that. Bitch. Oh, he was. I mean, I think he had a gun to his head when he wrote this. He was ready to off himself. This is a great song. Great song. Come out, oh. don't let me watch. You got to not like this. You don't like this, Heidi? No. Really? This is great. Comes down to fake. I this where will be. I don't know. That, to me, I think this is amazing. Oh. Best song ever written right is... here. I've chills now. I know I'm in the minority, I'm sure. The except, except the bottle of white. So even early, so Heidi, Heidi, even early Billy Joel, you shun like this. Yeah, I've never got into him ever. Interesting. I always would change the channel when I'd hear him come on. Well, I'm just telling you, Heidi, that um, Katie Lee Joel is booked to come back on the show. And I don't. I, I think you shouldn't be here that night. Can we give her Billy Joel trivia again? <laughs> oh yes. Nothing's named Billy. <laughs> <laughs> That's he gave her. She had a great, I gotta tell you, that Katie Lee, she's got a great sense of humor because we really gave her a lot of crap. <laughs> didn't she say she didn't listen to his music before? Or she didn't yeah, know who he was. Yeah. Blah, well, she's, blah, you know, blah. she's 19. She never heard of him. She don't know so She might agree like with it. me, actually. She might, <laughs> we might go off in a corner. Come on, you really don't like his music. No, I hate him. <laughs> I think she likes it now. <laughs> she's it, just saying that. It pays her bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's buying that book. So who is it that everyone thinks is just brilliant that you just don't get? I don't get them. 877-6-COOPER. Now, if you think we're alone in this, we're not. Because <laughs> there's an article today in the trades, in the like the gossip trades. Matt Damon doesn't get 007. Doesn't get it. 
doesn't really understand what the big hullabaloo is over 007. Well, isn't he, he basically playing him in his movies now? Well, yeah, yeah, his born identity <laughs> ones. Is pretty yeah, kind of like. But here's what he. But here's what he says is the difference. He says that the born identity is like a real thriller. You know, you're you're. It's a real mystery. It's a real chase kind of things happen. You know, just just more real. I mean, not real, but fantasy real. He just sees 007 as a misogynist, as a womanizer, as a killer for no apparent reason. You know, Bourne, that guy kills for reasons. He kills for some, you know, there's a specific reason if he kills somebody. He kills killers. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't, poor Matt Damon, he just doesn't, he doesn't get 007. I don't get the hills. Huh? I don't get the hills. Excuse me? I don't get the hills. Well, then I don't get the Sopranos. (laughs) Yes, you do because anybody, no, I do not. everybody gets the Sopranos. I don't. Not get if the you hills. say you don't get the Hills. I don't. I, I'm not saying I don't like it. I say I don't get it. I, is it is it real? Is it fake? Is it Memorex? What is it? I don't get Harley Davidson. I don't get Manolos, <gasps> which I really don't. I don't get steak. Well, you never do because you're vegetarian. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the shoes where your feet doesn't look like that. Your feet aren't made to do that. Yes, it, they with, are. With, with the point. And and the, and, and, and the and, toe cleavage. Yeah, I don't get Sexy. that. Feet feet don't look like this. They don't look like an they arrow. Do. You don't stick you, you don't see a guy sticking his feet in a shoe that looks like an arrow. Well, that's why Manola doesn't make shoes for men. That's why they're women's shoes. You don't want I don't want to see a guy in a in a woman's shoe unless he's a drag queen, then I really want to see him. And he better be good. See, I don't <laughs> understand that at all. In the hills, I I I I I tried to watch it and I don't understand it. And even when I see it on the soup, I, I, I'm so confused why people watch that. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Well, you're not the audience. I guess not. A, never, you're, too, you're way too old. Never got Nirvana. <gasps> now neither. that hurts. Yeah, How do you get the phone? <laughs> yeah, I never got Nirvana. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't want to hear her say she doesn't like Nirvana also. <laughs> Can't the two of you ganging up on me? All right, so what do you not get? Eight seven seven six Cooper. What's something that everyone thinks is brilliant, and you're just like, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't get it. Like, oh, the big show that my friends are all watching that I just don't get is Californication. I watched the first cup. I watched the first season. I was like, ah, I can maybe get into this, and then it got just weird and wacky and too weird and dirty. And I don't get Californication. They keep bringing it back, and we've had everybody on that show on this show as a guest. Mm-hmm. You know, to be nice because they're celebrities, but I, I don't, how do you say? I mean, how do you have somebody on the show and say thank you for being a guest? But I don't, I don't get nah, your show. Yeah. We like you on X Files, but we don't Just understand don't your get new it. show. Exactly. Go, go back and do more X Files. One of my friends is into Big Love, and he's, he's so happy that it's coming back. I don't get Big Love. I never did. I saw it two or three times. I don't understand this. This makes my head hurt. I tried to watch the first season, but I feel the same way. I don't get Big Love either. Mm-hmm. I'm glad people are getting. I'm glad. I'm glad those actors are doing well. Right. But yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. I don't get it. It's, it's, getting, it's getting too convoluted for me. Charlie, what's somebody or something that everyone thinks is brilliant that you just do not get? Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> With an exclamation point. Really? Oh yes. Yeah, I gotta tell you, the ladies love not just Maroon Five, but the guy. The guys love Maroon Five. No, no, no! Like the guy, the lead singer. What the heck is his name, Anthony? Uh, guy. I can't think of it. Dude. No, no, no. He's, fa- he's, you know, he's dated everybody at this point. Yeah. It's supposed to be about the music. It's so silly and just the, ooh, the sound of his voice and the music has got no punch to it. It's horrible. <laughs>
Adam Levine, that's it. Take it away from it. And how do you not get Nirvana? Well, actually, you're not supposed to. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, I, I, I didn't Except, get Nirvana. Thank you, Charlie. See, that's the point. If you don't get Nirvana, you're not supposed to. Yeah, sorry. I'd rather listen to Maroon 5 than Nirvana. No, you yeah, would not. Yes, yes, I would. Sorry again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then, then please do. Let me take a vote. Heidi, would you rather listen to this or Nirvana? Maroon 5. See? Well, you know, look who you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, what's something that is just so popular? Everybody loves it, and you just don't get it. Well, it seems like every time I watch an award show, it's always like Mad Men's always getting something, and I'm sitting there like, no, there's there's no way. Like, who even watches that channel anymore? But I don't know. Anthony I don't, does. I don't see what's so great about the show? I don't even know what it's about, really. <laughs> Your husband it's, does, Cooper. It's it's about it's about people who do not understand Nirvana. Really? I understand Nirvana. Maybe that's why I don't get it. That's why, yeah. you know, as if you like Nirvana, you're not allowed to watch Mad Men. You're too cool. Oh. And if you well, don't like fine. Nirvana, you love Mad Men. <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world. Does Sean like Nirvana? Um, yeah, he actually does. And that's why he's such an enigma. Okay. That's why he's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I started watching Mad Men because of him. And by the way, I have some gossip for you. Okay. About the Mad girl, Men? If you do watch Mad Men, the, Elizabeth Moss, the girl who plays Peggy on right. the show, do you know who she's secretly just married? Who? Fred Armistad from uh, Saturday Night Live. The guy who plays Obama on Saturday Night Live. Really? Yep. Did not That's, know that. Yeah. They just, uh, I don't know if they just got married, if they're planning a secret wedding for this weekend, but they were see- they were. They were seen seated together at the SAG Awards. People were asking what the deal was. Yep, they're a couple, and they're just getting married. Mike, what's something that people are really, really into that you're like, I I don't really get it? I honestly don't get rap music. Really? Yeah. How come? Well, it's talking into a mic. I mean, you look at Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, you know, guitarists and great drums, you know. But rap music is speaking to a generation of, of people not who have him. been... Well, not to him. I guess not. It's it's speaking to the underrepresented in this society. It's speaking to people that have not been represented. And that's what punk did, too. And, it, and that had still instruments. That's a good point. So you don't like Eminem? No. <gasps> Do you like punk? Um, I'll listen to it, but I don't really like it a whole lot. But you understand it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I think punk did for white people what rap music does for black people. And other and some white people. And, and he's not looking forward to and the new Eminem. And some white people in this room. He's not looking forward to it. He's not the counting the CD? Yeah, he's not counting it down with the days on the calendar. I just think, you know, for me, because I, I guess also because I, and I'm older, maybe that's part of it, because I, you know, the history of rap and hip hop and the fact that I've been into it for so long, and, and I guess because I'm from, you know, those parts of New York where it was coming up and starting. So I feel like when they, rap music is about my childhood and my friends and the people I knew growing up, and it was, you know, it's music I listen to and I get it, I just get it. Mm. But I think, you know, I, I understand people that don't get rap music. I don't understand anybody that doesn't get Nirvana. <laughs> you don't understand people that don't understand Nirvana and rap music. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't You know me and my rap music. I love it. Mm-hmm. But for probably different reasons than other people do. <laughs>
Um, all right, so what's something that everybody thinks is just brilliant? They love it. They can't get enough, and you just you just don't get it. Just not into it. Eight seven seven six Cooper. James, what do you just not get? Reality TV, but not like you know the VH1 stuff, like uh, the you know the Survivor, Amazing Race, stuff like that. Like people just you know trying to eat stuff or survive or running around for no apparent reason. Yeah, and if you get voted off, you've done all that. Like you've ate a bowl of cockroaches for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things. You know, bring back good shows like you know, Married with Children, The Three Stooges, Facts of Life, Alf, stuff like you know the cool shows when we were little. Mm-hmm. There's hardly any sitcom stuff now. I mean, you've got Mad Men, you've got True Blood, you've got cool shows that aren't sitcoms, but Bring back the traditional sitcom. I'm with, you. I tell you, I'm with you, James. I was waiting for what? What's the new Friends? What's the new Sex in the City? I'm interested. P- give it to me, and I'll and I'll watch it. The the only thing I've seen that's remotely good lately has been honestly uh, True Blood, and I like Chuck. I started oh. to watch Chuck, but I gotta say, True Blood is the best thing on television. I oh, can't Blood. get an, I can't mm. wait so for that good. show to come back. Read the books; they're so much better. I mean, the, the the series goes by the books exactly almost, but the books are so so well written. It's, you, you read you read and watch, and it just makes it so much better. The Suki Stackhouse books. They're I mean, yeah. they're on the bestsellers list right now. Yeah, I mean, they're great. They really are. And if you if you watch Chuck, watch some of the later episodes, not the early ones. The early ones just kind of set everything up, and it took a while to get into it. But I started watching about halfway through last season, and really good. It actually, it's done really well. It surprised me how well it did. I'm surprised they kept it. Okay, now, James, if, I, if I read those books, is it going to ruin the show for me? Because I, I like the surprises in the show. No, because the books, you know, you'll, you'll, under, you'll, you'll have a feel of what's coming out in the show. Mm-hmm. But they leave some of the stuff in the books out of the show, and they add stuff to the show to make it more TV-friendly and leave it out of the, then leave some of the stuff out of the books out. They're doing tit for tat, but uh, Charlene Harris, who wrote them, has said, okay, if you're going to take this out, why don't you put this in? Right. And stuff. So, I mean, there's stuff in the books that aren't in the show, and stuff in the show that's not in the books. So if you do both, and read them as the, I mean, it's almost going by chapters. So read them mm-hmm. each week after you watch the show, and then you say, like, oh, well, that's what they were talking about or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, read them after. That's smart, James. I'll watch the show, then read it. That's what I'll do. Because I wanted to read it. I was tempted, but I don't want to be ruined. And don't even think about calling and saying you don't get true blood. No, we won't even put you on we won't, it. We won't have it. We won't hear it. No. Hear of it. We will not. Mm. <laughs> All right, so what is something that you just, everyone's really into it, it's really popular, it's brilliant, and you just, I don't know, you just don't get it. 877-6-Cooper. Hello, Brandy. Hello. Brandy, what do you just not get? I don't get text messaging. If you want to <laughs> say something to me, call me. I have a cell phone. I don't want to <laughs> read it. I don't want to write it. I just, just call me. Yeah, that's why you have the cell phone. Call me on it instead of texting me on it. It's a cell phone. It's a phone. I have a computer. If you really need to write me something, email me. (laughs) I don't want to read it. And then people are driving around on the road, and they're text messaging. They're swerving all over the place. It's ridiculous. It's so dangerous. Yes. So that's just one thing I just don't get. See, I felt the same way, but when you start doing it, it's so much easier than talking to people. No, I'm not addicted, but I'd rather do that than talk to somebody. Really? 
Yeah, I'm getting to that point now. It took me a long time. I called it instant messaging for how long? For Cooper? so long. For so long. Because I didn't I don't under I didn't understand it. I felt the same way you did, but as soon as I started doing it, it's like, yeah, I don't have to talk to that person. But Brandy, oh. it depends it depends who you're talking about because I've seen people that can sit there and text in two seconds. I mean, he sits there and he's like the way I mean with the letters, you know. Yeah, but now a- I got the Blackberry though, it's a little bit and- faster. The Blackberry's oh, yeah. fast because it's got the keyboard. That number in my phone book drives me nuts. Right. on my phone. I cannot understand how people... You have to press it like twice for M, and it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, I would just rather just mail you a letter if I really wanted to like write something out. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. And there's your song. Uh, okay, so we're talking about the stuff that everyone thinks is brilliant that you just you just don't get it. I don't get it. 877-6-COOPER. It's the Cooper Lawrence Show. Gawker and Slate are saying that Billy Joel is the worst pop singer of all time. And there's a lot, there's people out there that are really talented and really amazing. Everyone thinks it's brilliant, but you just don't get it. Like, what's so great about them? So who are those people for you? 877-6-Cooper. Mark, who do you just not get? Okay, no one's going to feel me on this. Not even you, but that's why I'm calling. Um, Televised sports... And pretty much organized sports in general. What? I'm with you. Televised yeah. sports. I said, get it off the TV. What? Well, it's it's weird because, I mean, I played sports. I'm in college, and I played sports as a kid. You know, basketball, baseball, especially basketball because I'm a tall guy. Uh-huh. And I played all the time as a kid. But um, once I reached high school, I just lost all interest in, in the whole deal in general. Uh-huh. But it's great because these days it's becoming so normal for, like, girls to – you know, be, be huge fans of sports themselves. Mm. And it's just so common these days, especially for girls, that, like, I'll, I'll be, you know, on a date with a girl, and I'll mention I don't really watch or care about sports. And she's like, really? What is wrong with you? Even though <laughs> the, ster- the stereotypical thing is that girls shouldn't care either, you know, in general. Right. But it's switching roles now for me. It's like I'm getting turned down by girls because they care about sports to no end, and I don't really care- give a crap, you know? <laughs> they're more bitch. They're they're more butch than you are. I know. I mean, it's, I don't get it. I guess it's generational role swapping or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Do away with televised sports. I mean, honestly, the only reason I know who's in the Super Bowl right now, the only reason is because they mentioned it on like Conan O'Brien and stuff. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, dad, I don't know who's on the Super Bowl now. Who is? Uh, the Cardinals, but I thought they were a baseball team too. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, the Cardinals are a baseball team, aren't they, Anthony? Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I don't even know what to say with this conversation. <laughs> I, I, have so many thing, I have so many things to say right now, but I don't <laughs> want to be rude. I, I, I do feel kind of bad, though, because um, my two brothers, so they all, um, I have two brothers, and they feel, they feel the same way as me. But my dad w- uh, would always try to talk, talk with us about it, like about anything with sports. And we're like, what? Re- huh? Really? I don't know. And it's... I just I feel a little bad because you know he's trying to converse with us about sports right. and the whole because that's what he likes and he's trying to bond with we, you. We just we can't we can't connect on that on that specific level. We we just don't feel it, you know. <laughs> Good for you, Mark, for being an individual. I don't want to be rude. Uh, biting my tongue. Uh. I say get rid of the televised sports. Put on more shows like The City, The Hills, Bromance, Dog Stuff. Dog stuff. I'm with you, Cooper. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, come on, there's 7,000 the channels on the TV. You can watch that crap on the rest of the channels. What are you talking about? 
you can watch your hills and just stuff like that. Just put it like on that. ESPN. Leave us alone. You know, don't don't preempt sixty minutes for some sporting event. Well, like you watch sixty minutes. I do. I'm old. You know I do. <laughs> Love that show. <laughs> I saw it for like the first time last night. You know they do the yeah. And they well, yeah, I do know that because I watch it. Hi, I'm so and so, and I'm so and so. It's like, wow, are they old? Everybody. Sorry, wow. I love my CBS. You know my grandma channel. <laughs> um, so who is it that everyone? Who or what does everybody think is brilliant and amazing? And you just you just don't get it. You're just not into it. Eight seven seven six Cooper. Hi James. Hey guys. James, what is something you're not into? Well, Brandy actually said mine about texting, and I don't understand that because I'd come? rather. I, well, I'd rather have people call me, but I figured out another one. My other one is. Okay, now you guys probably are going to kill me, but I don't understand people who say that they can sing, but they can't. Now, the <laughs> Rolling Stones, for instance, they, they're great lyrics. They write great lyrics. Their music, I mean, the band itself is good, but Mick Jagger cannot sing. That man cannot sing. He, and he, he I would should do love, the bebop boobops like I do. Uh, yeah, exactly. That I would, would love this. This to me would be a perfect show to to prove who can sing and who can't sing. Is to get like Mick Jagger, Hannah Montana, uh, I, Bob I don't know, Dylan, some other. Uh, yeah, maybe Bob Dylan <laughs> on American Idol, and see how they would do as far as just their singing ability. Wouldn't that be so funny if they if they blindfolded the judges and just let them sing? Exactly. Oh God, that would be so funny. But I mean, so I like, I like, I like the the Rolling Stones. I do like them, but I've just always thought, man, Mick Jagger cannot sing. <laughs> He's terrible, that guy. I don't know how he had a career. <laughs> oh boy, but that's that's just one of my things. <laughs> I know, I I can't understand people who think they can sing and they can't. Is there anybody that you can think that can say that they can sing but they can't? Well, certainly not me. I've got a fantastic voice. Oh, you've got a one a bop bop a deep bop. <laughs> Taylor Swift Wait. is the new one that I'm thinking of. That I was just gonna say her. I saw her on Saturday Night Live the other night. That girl cannot sing. She is a total mix on you know her recording studio stuff. Yeah. Well, my big complaint lately, James, is you know I love my Kanye, but I like him rapping, and he has this new album out where he's singing, Can and he I sing? love him, but he no. cannot sing. Cannot sing, huh? I feel terrible oh, well. saying that. <laughs> yeah, it, like Taylor Swift, she's blown up right now. She couldn't be any bigger. Right. Um, but if she was on American Idol, I don't know if they would have pushed her through to Hollywood. Oh, they would have bombed her. They would have said, you know, go home. <laughs> yeah, it's all looks. Exactly, exactly. So, and this is so highly produced, this song. And, so You know, yeah. that's, that's the reason that I stopped watching American Idol after the Sanjaya thing. I just thought, this show is crap. It cannot, you know, they can't pick the right people. And all the talent on there is, meh, it's okay. But I've heard way better singers before. Right. But I, I cannot say anything bad because I'm an awful singer. So, you know, I can't say nothing. So. No, but, you know, just I don't think you have to be a good singer in order to judge good singing. I mean, you're going to purchase the CD or not. It's not right. a question of, you know. Well, look at Paula Abdul. That woman cannot sing. She can dance. I mean, she's got great choreography. But the woman can't sing, and then here she is uh, telling people, you're an awful singer. And then she had a recording, you know, history in the 80s, and 
that woman can't sing. Yeah, I never understood the, the, the logic that they do. Like, if they say, oh, you're a terrible singer, let's hear you sing. Well, I'm not here to sing. I'm, I'm a producer. I'm here to, to judge. Right. It's like, you know, I, I'm not a chef. I can't cook, but I know when I'm eating crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, and by the way, let Sean Lee watch the Super Bowl this year. Yes. Oh, Will yeah, he watch yeah. it? Yeah, last year I didn't let him watch the Super Bowl because the Law and Order Marathon was on. <laughs> Well, I love you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you, James. Yeah, let's let's make that a bet now. If Sean Lee's going to be able to watch the Super Bowl this year, it depends what time it's on and what else is going on. Because you know, we only have one all TV day. in the Just house. Just let him have one day of TV, please. He hasn't put in for it. You know, like if you need time off and you put in with your boss for like I need this week off. Sean, put in now, please. He hasn't put in for it yet. So, so far, it's up for grabs. It's a, it's a jump ball. <laughs> Good job knowing that. Sports reference. <laughs> Wrong sport, but good job. I knew there was something in there. <laughs> I knew it's some sport where it can go either way. <laughs> All right, so what's something that people are really into? They're really into it, and you just you just don't get it. 877-6-Cooper. Hi, Carl. Hello. Carl, what's something that you just, you don't, you don't get it? Well, I have two things, but my first one is Facebook. Really? What, now, what is it about Facebook that you don't like? I don't know. I just think it's a dumb concept all the way around. I, you can email just as well, and you can do, or heck, you can meet in real life just as well. <laughs> Meeting in real life? My God, who does that anymore? <laughs> have, you, have you had a stroke, Carl? Who meets, who meets in person anymore? I don't know. <laughs> But that's a good point. You're right. I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I was very against Facebook in the very beginning. But, you know, once once you're hooked, you're hooked. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know. I want to see what my friends are doing, you know, because I love that. What are you doing right now? And people write silly things and you comment. And yeah, you, can, you can talk to 75 people at, at, at one time by saying what you're doing. You can do the same thing with a megaphone. Mm, that's true. Got a good point. I could stay on the roof with a megaphone. <laughs> I just have to right call now, all the people that I know and I'm have them eating. come over. I can't wait for it to get warm. Stuff like that. Nice. Okay, and what was uh, the second one? Um, the Japanese animation and comics, um, anime and manga. A bunch of my friends love it, and mm-hmm. they keep pestering me to watch and read them. And every time I do, I either fall asleep or <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, if those are your only, your, your only two options, I understand. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... It's horrible for them, but I, or it, it's horrible for me for them. But yeah, I just don't understand it. I mean, are they are they into? Because I know people that are into it because they're really into art and they love the art of it. And they just think it's so cool to look at. Is that what is that what your friends like about it? What are they responding to? Do you think? Um. Well, I mean, the art's okay. I mean, I like good art, <laughs> but mm. um, yeah, they just like the whole storyline, the music. The way I see it, it's just a. Or for the anime, at least. It's a cartoon, a regular cartoon, which I got over a couple of years ago. Right, <laughs> when I was seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with everyone has big big heads, spiky hair, and high-pitched voices. Yeah. Right, that's true. <laughs> and you know, so- Carl, I like you. Good for you being unique in your generation. Because I think that, you know, Carl's a good example of somebody who stands on his own two feet. He has his own personality. He doesn't let his friends boss him into Facebook and anime. Good for you, Carl. Mm-hmm. I like him. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Rachel, what are people really into that you just uh, you just don't get it? Pittsburgh cars. 
Oh, the smart car. You mean that little tiny weird little shoebox looking thing. <laughs> yes. Like the first time they ever started like coming out with it, I heard the term smart car and I'm like, oh, cool. What does it do? It's probably got all these gadgets and cool things that I could go play with. <laughs> and so I look it up on the internet and I'm like, okay, that's crap. Come on. <laughs> it's the opposite of what you thought it was. Yes. It's a lack of like gadgets. Nothing. <laughs> and it's like the European compact, and I'm like, okay, I couldn't fit in there, and I'm short, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you see them every now and then on the street, and you're like, really? With you that? See, but, you know, if you ever hear somebody say they have a smart car, everybody around you goes, oh, really? Re- I have a smart car? Really? And it's just like, it's not that impressive. Come on, seriously. <laughs> yeah, they're all so fascinated, but the truth is they're thinking, what are you, out of your mind? Who would yeah. drive one of those Were they things? out of minis that day? <laughs> just get a Prius or a hybrid if you're worried right. about the environment exactly exactly there's actually a really cool new car that they're coming out with in California that's like the shape of a teardrop and it's on three wheels and oh yeah like, oh my gosh it's so cool that I want one <laughs> Rachel you know who should have the teardrop car or the smart cars somebody who has like hundreds of acres of land that needs to get from yes. the main house to the back of the property. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good, I'm going to go buy hundreds of acres of land and then buy a smart car. <laughs> it's better than a go-kart. It's a step up from a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you're going to get a smart car, just get a Segway. Like the or ball a Razor, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah, just, just get one of those scooters. <laughs> Lisa, what's something that people are really into that you just don't get? Well, hi, Cooper. First of all, I love your show. Oh, thank you. And I do not understand. I'm a hairstylist, and all my hairstylist friends, and uh, I went to Vegas recently, and I saw it everywhere. It's the Ed Hardy fashion. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's all a- anybody in Los Angeles wears. They all look exactly the same. Well, and I I have two daughters. They could scribble, you know, something like that, and we could put some, we could bedazzle it. And I could sell it for 250 bucks. do you think? Uh, you know, I'm not even joking. I think you should. <laughs> no, I think you should. I think that would be a fun project to do. That's how, that's how businesses like that get started. <laughs> then you get Brett Michaels to wear it. Right. Well, I just feel crazy because I went and I was looking at their prices and like one of the girls, she bought these hideous shoes. Mm-hmm. They're covered with all the Ed Hardy decals and they all look the same and just, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Okay, Lisa, here's what I think you should do. I think you should put together some of those clothes, and we will get the poor man's Brett Michaels, Anthony Anthony Michaels, to, to wear your fashions. I'll wear it. I yeah. would love that. We'll put Cooper Lawrence on there. <laughs> no, put your name. Put your name. Put that, your name. That'd be yeah, good. And your kids' names on there, and I'll wear it on a bus. <laughs> now, Casey, what's something that people are into that you just don't get? Uh, celebrity gossip. You're kidding. I know, and it's a new thing. Like, I'm, I'm becoming intolerant of it, and I used to, like, live for it. And I don't, and, like, something has come over me where I don't care who is screwing who, mm. who is adopting some other kid from whatever country. I don't, I'm tired of it. Like, it's so ridiculous. There's so much more important stuff going on in the world, and I'm not trying to, like, get on a soapbox. But I just, I can't stand it. No, what's more important than when what Brangelina's up to? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Like, 
I don't know. Like, I don't care. And maybe it's because it's the same celebrities for over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like, listen, isn't that guy, his name's Jared, what, who's that guy you have on your show? Oh, our friend Jared Wiseman, yeah. He's hilarious. The smart comments, like, the the cocky things he says about him, making fun of the celebrities, is hilarious. Yeah. But actually caring about the celebrity irks me to no end. Like, but let me ask you something, Casey, because I don't, I don't believe that people really care about the celebrity. My theory is that the reason why it's so popular and we hear about it everywhere is because there's so much going on in the world. We don't want to deal with it. I don't want to hear about the economy and my friends losing their jobs. I don't want to hear about the war in Iraq. It's so much easier to just think about what Britney's doing. I understand. I mean, I can see where it's like escapism. But mm, total escapism. Time, like, I, can, I can really see that. But... I, I don't believe that that's the case for everyone. I believe that some of these people truly were happy and excited when George Clooney broke up with his girlfriend <laughs> because for some crazy thing in her psycho mind, she believed that they were destined to be together. I mean, like, I think there's crazy people out there that keep up with it, and those are the people I encounter all the time, and they have to get on my nerves. So are you saying that Heidi doesn't have a chance with George Clooney? <laughs> I was not talking about Heidi. I think she does have a chance. Because <laughs> her T-shirt says, George, here I am. Right. I have a purse that says Mrs. Depp. I'm not <laughs> There's I always am, a chance as long as you're breathing. I am not going to sit and say, I just said I am converting over to this. But lately, maybe I'm just in a, maybe I'm PMSing. But anyway, <laughs> it pisses me off today. It pisses me off. <laughs> this is the new Casey. But if you want to read about it, there's a good book out right now. Yes, if, in, case you, in case you're not Casey and you're interested in celebrity, there's a new book out called The Cult of Celebrity. Wow, where can I get it? <laughs> On Amazon.com. It's available right now? Yeah, and I, uh, I wonder who it? wrote it. <laughs> Cooper Lawrence. <laughs>